The nations are raging. We are in turbulent times, but take comfort for he has overcome the world. He is God and he is good. Amen. Why do the nations rage when the king is on his throne? Yeshua, the son, Messiah, the one who was, who is, and is to come. Our chief principality, our intercessor, our high priest, he is fighting for us. I don't know about you, but that is enough to get me by whatever we're going through. So I just want to release that over you right now. Whatever you're going through, whatever those of you who are connected to you, whatever they're going through, release the name Yeshua. You know, I was recently thinking about 2019 leading into 2020. Scripture says he never does anything unless he tells his prophets. And it seemed like a lot of prophetic voices were asleep. This is not a dig. This is not an arrow. This is not a dart. This is not even the point of this episode. But I have to say this to get us to where we're going. But here's what I believe. I believe Most High God didn't allow any man or woman, especially prophet, to have a full disclosure of what he was allowing to happen in this era. Because make no mistake, it's not just 2020 or what we're going through now. And I talk about this a lot last year in 2020 in various episodes about what we can might expect and look forward to. I have an episode that talks about uh, three years of XYZ, seven years of XYZ, or we can have six years of this, four years of that, so on and so forth, and how we chose and decided what we would have. Use your power wisely. Use your power of decision wisely. That's all of us. Let God get it out of you. When he closes that door, agree with him. The door is closed. When he shuts it up and he says to stop, agree with him quickly and stop it and close the door with him. Amen. Here's what I heard about 2020. I never fully shared it. I heard we're not ready for what's coming. And I shared this with a couple of people, not many, a couple of people. I have it documented. And that's where I'm talking about, I don't believe he gave any prophetic voice a full disclosure of what was coming. However, he is a man of his word and he is a man that he cannot lie. And if scripture says, and it does say, he does nothing unless he warns, tells his prophets, his friends. And he did. And, you know, we got it different ways. Some of us got visions. Some of us got elaborate, illustrious words. Some of us actually saw the plague happen. And glory be to God. It Glory be to Yahweh. Scripture says that in New Testament, that one plants, one waters, God gives the increase. So it does not matter who said what, who did what. God gets the increase. Amen. When he is lifted up, when the son of God, son of man is lifted up, all men are drawn unto him. So we lift you up right now, Yeshua. Now, I had to share that for us to have in our the forefront of our minds 
that God is not sidetracked by any of this and that there are men and women who are accurately hearing from the Father. There are men and women who are not asleep. There are men and women who God has awakened then and even now for this time. This time we war. And I'm speaking that over those who are my generation and Generation Z and the little babies and toddlers and tweens and preteens and all the, the, young, the younger, younger age children. This era, this time, we war. Wake up. Now, the older generation of you in the body of Christ, you too have to wake up. You have to understand I have a plethora of episodes specifically geared towards this uh, where I also mention it. My life has been for the past, I don't know, 10 years or so that we've got to learn how to pass the baton. You see, the business world, not all of them, but the business world excels at this. The government, in some respect, excels at it as well. They understand that one person can never hold a seat or hold a position or hold authority forever. And that's scriptural. I talk about how we see this with Moses, with Joshua. We see this with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Actually, the plan, the purpose, the prophecy from the very beginning was for Adam and Eve to bestow upon their sons and their daughters, their children, and then their children unto their children, and so on and so forth. It's always meant to be lifelong, prolonged, generational. So older generation in the house of God, you must learn, you must graduate to being mothers and fathers. Fathering is the number one need in the world, not in the body of Christ, not just in the religion mountain, in all seven mountains of influence. So I am sending an exhortation and I am asking you to prayerfully consider, prayerfully hear the Father. You see, we like to get in pride and we like to think that maybe someone's not ready yet. Maybe someone doesn't have this, someone doesn't have that. Well, if God sit around and wait for us to be qualified, none of us would be used because none of us are worth nothing fruitless without being attached to the vine and obeying Yeshua. We're fruitless. We're fertile. Uh, so we're non-fertile. We're sterile. We can't do anything. So you don't need to be concerned about, will this person make it? Will this person survive? Will this group, will this nation? God knows. Now listen to me. God always has a ram in the bush. Now, a name that we are supposed to know him by in this entire era, but especially a decade, excuse me, in 2020, entering into 2021, but mainly in 2020, is that he is our provider. He is our provider and he will provide. When all hell was breaking loose in the days of Nimrod, you know who God put on the scene? He put Abraham and he took Abraham from that kingdom, that very kingdom. He took Abraham from the Babylonian Empire and he grafted him into the thread, into the design 
into his family, and Abraham became the progenitor. He became the godfather, as I like to call him, of those who are the sons of God. So you don't need to worry about how God's going to do it, how it's going to come about. He has a ram in the thicket. Amen. Wake up, older generation. Wake up, middle generation. Wake up, younger generation. Wake up, up, baby generation. Wake up. I want to read to you scripture in Joel chapter 3. Verse 9, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible, and this is a word from God to Joel to the nations. The nations are raging, and God is about to judge the nations. God is lining the nations up, and he's saying, I'm going to judge you according to your iniquity, specifically for how you've mistreated Judah and Israel, how you've mistreated the chosen people, how you've mistreated my sons and my daughters. But listen to this, verse 9, Amplified, Joel, Joel 3, 9. Proclaim this among the pagan nations. Prepare a war. Stir up the mighty men. Let all the men of war come near. Let them come. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. That's verse 10. So in the previous episode, in the previous episode before that, I I said that it's a time for us to war, to do war and to have spiritual warfare. I just exhorted us at the beginning of this episode, this day, this era, we fight. I have to say this because my heart has been grieved the past few days. And I talk about this in an episode last year. And we're here now. You know, I often feel like Jeremiah crying out, not in the wilderness like John the Baptist, but among the people crying out and no one's listening. And you don't need to take pity. You don't need to feel sorry for me or feel bad for me. It is what it is. But I've been grieving the past few days because the generation that has awakened God has awakened a generation. Now, they might not have fully actualized or realized who we are, but he's awakened us and we're not ready for what's coming. An older generation, you can take this however you want to take it. You did not fully prepare us for what is coming because you were too busy trying to hold a seat in a position and forgetting the number one thing to father, the spirit of Elijah, returning hearts of the fathers to the sons and the sons of the fathers, mothers to the daughters and daughters to the mothers. So let's get there. This is not a put down. It's not a rebuke even. Let's get there. It's an exhortation. So we miss the mark, but let's get going. Wake up. Be stirred. I I talked about in the previous episode in Judges chapter five, the song of Deborah. She stirred the armies to arise. That word stir is significant and linked with arousing and awakening. It is a time for us to awaken, to be stirred and to rouse up, to get in position, to be mobilized 
and galvanized to go forward. But it's a new generation mantled for war. So wake up, mighty men of war, mighty women of war in the house of God, in the kingdom of almighty God. Wake up in the name of Jesus. I want to close with Ephesians chapter five. And I'm going to be reading from verses eight through 14 in the New King James Version. This is an exhortation from Paul. And in the previous verses, verse one through seven, he's talking about how to live a godly life, imitating Yeshua. Well, he's actually saying, imitate the apostles, imitate me as I follow Christ. That is a mark and a sign of an apostle. And we see this back in the book of Acts. The apostles devoted and gave themselves. They, they were bond servants to Yeshua. So they were emissaries, representatives, just as Yeshua was to the Father. So are the apostles. So that's why Paul could say, imitate me. We shouldn't imitate any man or woman. We should imitate Yeshua. But understand the context of what Paul was saying, as I just explained. As I am in the Son, you shall follow me. Just as Yeshua told those who followed him, as I am in the Father, the Father is in me, you shall follow me. If you're a bondservant, if you're an apostle to God, you are, Yeshua, you are in the Son. And people should not only be following you, they should be drawn to your light. In fact, that's what these very next few verses talks about, light. Verse 8, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But in all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light, for whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. I'm not going to dissect those verses. Let the Spirit of God minister to your spirit. Remember in the previous episode, I talked about how it's a time to come spirit to spirit, face to face, interfacing with the Spirit of Yahweh. Let him minister those verses to you. I decree over you an awakening. I decree over you Gen Z, Gen Y, the Alpha Generation, awaken to war, arise to war, come forward. I decree to all generations in the house of God, awaken to what he's requiring and calling for us in this time. Be filled with light. Awake you who sleep for Christ has come and rose you from the dead, raised you from the dead, and he's given you light to dispel, to expose, to defeat, and to push back in discipline, darkness. Blessings.